Welcome to another episode of Notable on Noble, the podcast that brings you samples of locally recorded audio from the North Carolina Library for the Blind and Physically Handicapped. All materials presented are available from the library's download site called Noble. Now sit back, relax, and let's listen to something notable on Noble. Literary Trails of the North Carolina Piedmont, a guidebook by George Ann Eubanks from the book jacket. Read your way across North Carolina's Piedmont in the second of a series of regional guides that bring the state's rich literary history to life for travelers and residents. Eighteen tours direct readers to sites that more than 200 Tar Heel authors have explored in their fiction, poetry, plays, and creative nonfiction. Along the way, excerpts chosen by author Georgianne Eubanks illustrate a writer's connection to a specific place or reveal intriguing local culture, insights rarely found in travel guidebooks. Featured authors include O. Henry, Doris Betts, Alex Haley, Langston Hughes, Sora Neale Hurston, John Hart, Betty Smith, Edward R. Murrow, Patricia Cornwell, Carson McCullers, Maya Angelou, Lee Smith, Reynolds Price, and David Sedaris. Literary Trails is an exciting way to see anew the places that you already love and to discover new people and places you hadn't known about. The region's rich literary heritage will surprise and delight all readers. Trail 1. The Western Piedmont. Mystery and History. Listening to WBT. All you had to do was turn the knob until the light clicked on and soon you'd find rising out of static was your life. Every time you heard the Weave Room Blues or Cotton Mill Colic Number 3, you felt like a deer that risked a meadow, its eyes lifted to see the barrel too late. Someone had caught you in his sights, hit you solid in the guts with all the things that you had thought you didn't want to think too long about. But days later, you'd catch yourself humming those lines as you worked your shift. Maybe it was the banjo and guitar the way they prettied up the words that made those songs lighten up your heart, like a deep-water Baptist hymn. Or maybe in the end it was the words, the bare-ass truth making a stand in a voice that could have been your own. From Eureka Mill by Ron Rash, Corvallis, Oregon, Bench Press, 1998, 51. Stretching from the ancient Sara Mountains in Stokes County on the Virginia border to the skyscrapers of Charlotte glittering like so many stacks of silver coins at the southernmost tip of North Carolina, this literary trail, perhaps more than any other, offers a window on North Carolina's transition from Old South to New. This corridor was the birthplace of North Carolina's once-dominant textile industry, celebrated in Ron Rash's poem, and now disappearing into thin air like a radio signal. The stories, novels, and poems of this region are full of mill whistles dividing the day into three shifts of eight hours each. In them, mill workers amble to and from their stick-built houses on the sides of red clay hills. Steamy summer nights and bitter winter darkness alike are marked by the clockwork of thundering trains barreling through backyards and the middles of towns, carrying products to faraway places. Textile workers around the turn of the 20th century reckoned with diphtheria, Spanish flu, and TB, and the quarantines that often accompanied them. They lived in small houses built by their employers, shopped at the company store, and often endured squalid sanitation practices, 
while also trying to bring a bit of the farms they left behind with them in the form of chickens, goats, and milk cows.